Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. Uh, this is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who's this lady with this big hot ponytail on the internet, why is she in my face? Um, <laughs> I'm, if you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show, and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have your articles of incorporation with the state, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have appropriate contracts for clients and partners, uh, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas and hiring and training strategies so that you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you set all of these up. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of this, I'm very happy that you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I've just, just paid my renewal fee, $320. (laughs) Okay. I'm sincere God. Um, I have also had many careers in the realms of the law, entrepreneurship, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school. Uh, But a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So that's why I'm here. Uh, So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance, because you're like, I don't know where to start, or you've been in business for a while, and you're like, look, I need to get my, my life together, you know, I'm trying to make this side hustle into a full-time hustle, I want to help you get all that uh, paperwork to make your b- business as legitimate as possible, all right, so um, connect with me, the best way to do that is to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation. If you are a first time client, you can also uh, download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also access many of my digital products like my, uh, protect your biz ebook bundle. So like I said, we are entering the uh, last part of our intellectual property series. Uh, and you can pick up my trademark toolkit, copyright ebook and patent ebook in one package. My protect your biz ebook bundle. It's only $29.97. Um, and Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is also where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and to the podcast so that you can catch up on this show at your leisure. You're not going to be able to make every single episode. So, you know, there, there are multiple outlets for you to be able to catch up on the show at your own pace. And last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can get your amazing show merch. Okay. Look at the t-shirt, look at the emblem. You see it, you like it. You know, me and Nessie Tom. I'm here on Instagram. We worked hard on this. And you know, if you're part of the NPL Legal Dish crew, you want to grab yourself a t-shirt. You want to grab yourself a mug. Okay. Look at this. Get into this beauty. Okay. <laughs> but yes, um, link you forward slash NPL consulting firm is where you can find everything and anything that's going on with me. All right. Uh, but that is enough about me and uh, the business side. Let's get to the show because that's why we're here, right? Uh, so this is how the show works. Um, if 
uh some of you are new but uh if you're i think everybody who's watching right now you you know y'all are veterans but just in case somebody else is watching later and they're like what's going on here this is how the show works i pull stories from the news stories from blog sites stories that my lovely viewers send me um Anywhere I find inspiration and and stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners, I I pull them and I bring them here and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. This is a time for you to ask your questions and give your comments. Uh, You know, as long as they're respectful, I will be asking you questions and I will be asking your opinions on things and I will be asking you to give me some emojis. So, you know, you got to keep your fingers ready as long as you're not driving. If you're driving, keep the hands on the wheel. No. All right. Just no. We look, y'all are getting back on the road and apparently some of y'all have forgotten how to drive during quarantine. I'm seeing way too many accidents out here. So please be careful on the roads. Okay. Uh, but I digress. So, uh, where was I? Sorry, I was giving giving my PSA. Uh, yes, so please participate in the conversation. It makes it more fun when we all participate together. Okay, um, so and if you have if you find any stories that you would ever like me to talk about on the show, please feel free to send me uh, you know the links. Uh, my DMs are open, uh, or you know smoke signal. I don't have a beeper. I don't know. You can't beat me, but you know, however you can get in contact with me, if you've got a story that you want me to talk about, please, please do send it over. Okay. All right. So let us get started. Okay. Now I'm going to ask y'all a question and look, this is just, you know, between me and y'all, I ain't going to tell nobody. All right. And I will not judge you, but if you have ever illegally pirated a movie or a television series, please give me a hands up emoji. My hand is up. I have done it. I did it in college. I did. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I don't do it no more because you know, God done changed my life and I turned myself around. (laughs) But yes, in the past I was known to, to, you know, pirate movies and things like that. Um, but if you have ever pirated, meaning you have illegally downloaded or illegally streamed a movie or a TV series, give me a hands up emoji. Thank you, Cynthia39, for being honest and not leaving me out here and having me look like a criminal. All right? Okay. Um, thank you, Ashley. <laughs> She's giving me a whole bunch of quiet emojis. All right? Okay. Now, for those of you who, you know, are willing to admit that uh, you used to pirate movies and tv shows because we don't do that anymore since we started watching mpl legal since 39 you really just gonna hurt my feelings like that you really just gonna hurt my feelings like that? i'm just kidding um but yes uh what are some of the sites can you tell me some of the names of the sites that you used to download illegal movies and and tv um and tv shows from i'm not gonna tell you i'm not gonna ask you to give me the ones that you pirate from now because you know instagram might come and snatch your toy away but what are some of the the uh pirating services in the past that you guys have used uh i used to use pirate bay sometimes um what else did i use there was kazaa limewire all this stuff um yeah anybody want to be brave anybody want to come to the altar and lay down their burdens their piracy burdens. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, while, you know, for us, it seems like a minor infraction. 
uh, piracy does cost a lot of money to the point that you can go to prison for um, piracy because it is a form of copyright infringement. And a gentleman by the name of Talon White um, is coming to face that reality today, okay? Uh, Mr. Talon White was the owner of several pirate sites where you could download movies and and TV shows illegally, Uh, okay? Um, He, uh, some of the sites that he was running, uh, one of them was called newbroom.com. Does anybody, does that sound familiar to anybody? If it does, just give me a, a star. Uh, superchillin.com and sittoplay.com. These were just some of the sites that he was running. This wasn't even all of them. Um, and Mr. Talon White was making a pretty penny off of these pirate sites. He made about $3 million in fees alone. He had about a million dollars in Bitcoin. They actually raided his apartment. Hello, Camille Nicole. And found a bunch of cash and stuff. Um, but on top of, you know, piracy and making all this money, Talon White also lied on his taxes. He told the government he made less than a million dollars, right? So the, uh, so, you know, um, the government and whoever runs piracy, (laughs) that sounded so terrible. The, the, the powers that be that govern, um, that govern piracy, they found him out, they raided his apartment, and he, uh, you know, was put on trial, and on top of the fact that he had, uh, committed, um, tax fraud, right? So, Mr. Talon White is going to spend the next 12 months in, uh, a federal prison. He is also, um, ordered to pay $4.3 million in restitution. Most of that money uh, is, is going to the IRS because he lied, uh, on his taxes about how much he had made. Um, so why am I bringing this story up to you? I am bringing it up to you to let you know that you can go to prison for infringement, y'all. It's not a game, please. Um, (laughs) yes, you can like, um, you know, and this is copyright, any type of infringement, no matter how small you think you are, little drops of water add up to a huge ocean, right? And, um, uh, uh, entertainment houses, they are out here hunting for people who are pirating. So you need to, you know, like, look, I understand these streaming services, they be adding up. But, you know, maybe go without a couple rather than risk being, you know, hit with a lawsuit by, you know, some huge uh, entertainment company that has an unlimited budget and you just got to sit there and say, like, I don't know, I just wanted to watch Superman too. Um, But yeah, Mr. Talon White is going to spend the next 12 months in prison and has to pay $4.3 million dollars restitution. So I want to ask you guys, do you think that his prison sentence, is it fair? Is it too much? Is it too little? What do you think? Should Talon White have to serve any prison time? What do you guys think? My opinion, I think that I think the prison time mostly has to do with, with the tax fraud and the tax evasion. Um, I don't know if he would have went to prison, at least not for 12 months, if it had just been strictly piracy. Um, but 
you know look the the government they are going to get their money one way or the other so i don't know what mr white was thinking um i don't know you know what was going on but he basically has the next 12 months to figure out you know how he's going to turn his life around um so nobody has an opinion on mr talon white's sentence what do you think do you think uh, 12 months is enough time for him to spend in prison is it too much or is it too little i want to know y'all oh shoot i forgot to do our npl nuggets i'm gonna do that at the end of the show okay um y'all are so quiet this is my first night back and y'all are so quiet what is going on i'm feeling very lonely was i gone too long um i'm just kidding um oh shoot i didn't okay there's a lot of stuff i gotta do at the end of the show anyway moving on moving on uh like i said my opinion i think i think that this 12 month prison sentence mostly had to do with the tax evasion rather than the piracy um on top of that that 4.3 million dollar restitution talent i'ma pray for you brother um roxamil said most people don't do their full time so it's fair okay so you think he might get out early nessie time said it's fair okay yeah i yeah okay i i think it's fair considering it's not just piracy it's piracy and tax evasion i think it's pretty fair and it's still um it's still not like i wait is that a felony i know that if you spend less it's like it's a year and a day for it to be anyway don't mind me i'm not a criminal attorney so i'm not even gonna go in that that direction all right okay moving on to our next story if you are a chris breezy fan hey zephyrina if you are a chris brown fan give me some type of dancing man emoji if you are a breezy fan, if you're Team Breezy, give me a dancing man emoji or give put Team Breezy in the comments. Let me see how many Chris Brown fans we got over here. All right, I like Chris Brown. I like his music. Okay, listen, Christopher Maurice Brown. He knows how to make a tune. All right. If you are a yes, thank you, sincere thirty nine. I got, listen, we have Instagram. I know we got more than one uh, Chris Brown fan. Unless, I guess y'all are looking for the emojis, all right? Um, and so as as you let me know you, you like Chris Brown, because I know y'all like Chris Brown, um, if you have heard his song, Privacy, give me a P in the comments. If you know Chris Brown's song, Privacy, Give me a P in the comments. Roxanne said, I'm not a fan. Of my- you don't like Chris Brown? I didn't- oh my God. How you don't like Chris Brown? <laughs> Thank you, Roxanne. Roxanne, even though she's not a Chris Brown fan, she has heard the song Privacy, right? And in the song Privacy, uh, at the start of the chorus, at the start of the song, Chris Brown goes, Hey, you good, nutty tights up skirt. If you remember that line, if you remember that line, give me a dress emoji. If you remember that line from the privacy song where Chris Brown goes, Hey, you good, and I did tight up skirt. 
give me a dress emoji okay now if you didn't know that line is actually a snippet from a 1997 reggae song by an artist called red rat he had a song called tight up skirt right um and i don't do you guys remember when we talked about cisco having that huge lawsuit because he used that line live in la vida loca thank you roxamil um in Cisco's song, uh, Thong Song, he, he, he had that line where he goes, because uh, she was living la vida loca, right? Cisco had never cleared that line with Ricky Martin's people, and Cisco had, ended up getting sued and had to give up a lot of his royalties. Well, basically the same thing is going on here with Chris Brown and the Privacy Song. Um, Red Rat and his peep and his publishing company Green Sleeves, they are um, they are saying that you know Chris Brown did not get any clearance to use that snippet of his song to use the, you know that part of his song which is like a quintessential part of his song, um, and he and his, and the publishing company they want five hundred thousand dollars in damages and they want a million dollars in profits from uh, Chris Brown and his team. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that this one, um, do you think that this is a reasonable request from Red Rat and his publishing company? They basically want a million and a half dollars from Chris Brown and his team for this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, infringement. Um, and while, while you give me your opinions of that, remember, let, let's remember, uh, What's his name? Robin Thicke and being sued by Marvin Gaye's family. Again, Cisco and Livin' La Vida Loca. I feel like there was another one that we talked about recently, but um, it's when you can't just use random snippets from people's songs in your music. Uh, you have to clear chords, lines, all of that stuff. It comes under copyright infringement. And, uh, I, I'm hoping that, you know, Chris Brown and his people can figure that out. Otherwise they might have to turn over a lot of money. Um, Robin Thicke and everybody involved in it ended up having to fork over about 90% of the profits, um, for that song, Blurred Lines. Oh, I remember the other one that we talked about, Ariana Grande. She had that song, um, uh, I forget what song it was, but, um, she used, she used a part of, of the, the tune from, uh, a song from Sound of Music, and she got sued for that, and she had to give up 90% of the profits, so this is not a unique, um, situation, a lot, this is happening to a lot of artists, um, Nessie Time said, yes, as long as there are no additional royalties paid, so Nessie Time thinks that this is a reasonable request, is anybody else agree with Nessie, is uh, Red Rat and his publishing team asking for $500,000 in damages and a million dollars in profits, do you think that that song made a million dollars in profits, um, what, what do you think, what, like, and, yeah, what do you think, do you, do you think this is a reasonable request, I don't know how well the song, I mean, Chris Brown's music does well in general, so, whatever, but, um, but yeah, Greensleeves, Cynthia 39 said probably, okay, so Greensleeves Publishing, they're looking to get a million and a half from Chris Brown and his team, 
for using one line guys this is why it's important that you make sure your dots your your eyes are dotted and your t's are crossed when it comes to using intellectual property it is better to double check and triple check than uh you know uh, um have to deal with a lawsuit on, on the later end Sincere 39 said I would give him $250,000. Okay, Sincere 39 said that if it was him, he he would give the artist Red Rat $250,000. What do you guys think about that? Is is anybody here on the same wavelength with with Sincere 39? What y'all think? What y'all think? What y'all think? Let me know. All right, and while you do that, uh, I want to just uh, give us a little commercial break. Uh, hello to anybody who came in later. <laughs> Roxmill said, IDK, I'm chief. <laughs> uh, if you have just come in, you are watching MPL Legal Disc. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some legal guidance to, you know, make get your paperwork straight, make sure you know you got your articles of incorporation, you got your business bank account stuff ready, you got your contracts and things like that, I want to help you. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. All right. Um, moving on to our next stories of the evening. Um, hey, 76 Grimgag. Yes, my unofficial show writer just, just popped in. Hey, girl. Um, all right. Do we have any mixologists in the house or anybody who enjoys a good cocktail? If you enjoy a good cocktail, whatever it may be, give me some type of drink emoji. I'm more of a wine girl myself. If I'm feeling frisky, maybe, you know, a margarita. Uh, but if you are a mixologist, you enjoy mixing drinks, or you just enjoy a good cocktail, give me a drink emoji in the comments. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Thank you, 76 Grimcase. She gave me a martini glass. Okay, classy. Sincere39 gave me like a, a fruity cocktail. Zephyrina gave me a, 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 she's laughing at me. Okay. Um, all right. So, for those of you who, uh, I guess, know your liquor, you don't drink a Sincere 39? Okay. You know, I know, I know one of my friends is a bartender and she does not drink at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Nessie Top said, now you talking. <laughs> Sincere 39, you terrible. Um, okay, look. I, look, have your drinks, y'all. Just, you know, be responsible about it. That's all I ask. Um, have you guys ever heard of Cointreau? C-O-I-N-T-R-E-A-U. It is a liqueur, not a liquor. It is a liqueur that adds, you know, a flavor of orange to a drink if you put it in there. If you know what Cointreau is, please give me a C in the comments. Cointreau, C-O-I-N-T-R-E-A-U, 76 Grimke said yes, okay? Um, Cointreau has been around for a while. They, of course, have their trademark on their liquor, and uh, like any other brand, they are very protective of it, right? And, of course, we have the emerging, thank you, 76 Grimke, we have the emerging cannabis uh, industry, 
And the thing with the cannabis industry is that many people who are in the industry as of now were kind of in the underground industry. So they don't necessarily understand how intellectual property works. Yeah. So, um, this company called Canopy Growth, uh, they make CBD infused sparkling water. Hi, hey, Roxy 51 Rye. Um, they make CBD infused sparkling water. Does anybody drink CBD infused water? Has anybody had it? Uh, if you have, just give me a drink, a, a water emojis, okay? Um, and this company, Canopy Growth, they're like, you know, we're putting our CBD water out on these shelves, what we gonna call it? They decided to name their drink Quattro. Q-U-A-T-R-E-A-U, okay? Um, so, you've got, no, no, okay. So, you've got Quattro. Uh, Zephyrina said she's had CBD water. I mean, does it taste any different? Let me know. Um, but you have Cointreau, this, you know, classic orange liqueur that has been on shelves for, you know, decades. And now you have these people coming out with a drink called Quattro. Um, and it is also a sparkling drink. And Cointreau is having issues with Canopy Growth's name for their new CBD infused water. So I want to know from you guys. Um, Zephyrina said, no, it doesn't. At least the one I had didn't. Okay, so it doesn't taste any different. So how do you know it has CBD in it? Um, anyway, so Quattro is like, Quattro, you have got to go because you're basically, you know, um, kind of impinging on our territory. So I want to know from you guys, as you know, a reasonable audience, people who go out there, you buy things on a daily basis. Do you think that there is room in the marketplace for Quattro, the uh, classic orange liqueur, and Quattro, this new CBD infused water? (laughs) You don't, okay, right? So what do you guys think? Is there room for Quattro and Quattro Or does Canopy Growth need to go back to the drawing board to find a name for their CBD-infused sparkling water? Um, Roxamil said yes. You're saying saying that there's there's room for both of them, uh, Roxamil? If you're... uh, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. So... If you, 76 Grim Chris said, no, names are too similar, right? Now, we have to remember, Canopy Growth, they do CBD-infused sparkling water. They don't do liqueurs or spirits or anything like that. Does that make you change your mind? Roxamil said that there's room for for them both. Zephyrina said, is it Quattro? Zephyrina, it's pronounced like that, but it is spelled Q-U-A-T-R-E-A-O. And the orange liqueur is spelled C-O-I-N-T-R-E-A-O. So the orange liqueur, it is pronounced Quattro, and this new drink is pronounced Quattro. Alright? So, um, Roxamil is saying that there's room for Quattro and Quattro. 
Um, also we need to point out that one is, you know, CBD infused water and one is a liqueur. Um, do we think that there is room for, for these things? Are the industries similarly, are the industries different enough or separated enough that you can have Quattro and Quentro? And even if they're different, do you think that there is a possibility that Canopy Growth is trying to ride on the coattails of Quattro's name recognition that people might hear Quattro and it'll remind them of Quentro and they're like, let's pick it up. What do you guys think? Mm-mm-mm. what y'all think mm, 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 mm. what do you think did I press record I be forgetting y'all what do you think I like for me if they were both alcoholic beverages I would say without a doubt there is too much overlap but because I, they wouldn't to me they wouldn't even be on the same shelf in the grocery store, Quattro is a liquor. Uh, Quattro is a, a CBD infused sparkling water. You're not going to find them on the same shelf. So that to me kind of makes me feel like there is room for them both. But then there is also the similarity in the name. And maybe people might think that Quattro is getting into the sparkling water business. Um, 76 Grimke said they're riding on the coattails. Zephyrina said, I think it's fine. Any, any other opinions? So we got Roxy who said it's fine. Zephyrina said it's fine. 76 Grimke said they're riding on the coattails. Anybody else got another opinion? Me, I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I really am with this one. I, I don't have, I can't say definitively who's right and who's wrong. Um, but you know, the, the, that's for a judge to decide. We're just here to, you know, look at the facts and see how we can, you know, use them to our advantage, right? Um, again, so the moral of this story, try to make your product names as unique as possible. You don't want your products out here being confused for someone else's, okay? Um, all right. Last story of the evening. And this is also having to do with the cannabis industry, okay? Like I said, a lot of people coming into the cannabis industry, they have been operating underground, so they don't necessarily have a full understanding of intellectual property. If you have ever been to a hard rock cafe establishment, uh, give me a guitar emoji. If Hey, E.B. Badeau, if you are... Uh, if you have ever been to the Hard Rock Cafe, if you have heard of the Hard heard of the Hard Rock Cafe, give me a guitar emoji. Um, while you do that, uh, just to remind you, if you don't know, Hard Rock Cafe is uh, you know a chain of restaurants all over the world. I believe um, they do, and and they've branched out into a lot of things. Uh, Hard Rock Cafe actually has more than 2,000 registered trademarks, um, for that name under different, uh, under different categories. Um, so, you know, Hard Rock Cafe, they've been out here, right? Um, now there is a, a, again, people are getting into the CBD industry. It is blowing up right now. Zephyrina just had some CBD water the other day. Um, what she says is CBD water. It might've just been water, (laughs) y'all. But anyway, um, there is a new company. They make CBD creams and edibles. Hi, T.S. Oh, hi, T.S. 
<laughs> Thank you for all the guitars. So um, there is a new CBD company, right? They make CBD creams and edibles. So they make like lotions you can put on your body. And then they make, you know, treats. Uh, and if you don't know CBD, it um, gives you the relaxing effects of cannabis without the psychoactive component. So it just makes you really chill, right? Um, anyway, this new company, they're like, oh my gosh, we got to pick a name. So they called themselves... Um, they call themselves Hard Rock Hemp. This company that is selling CBD creams and edibles, they're calling themselves Hard Rock Hemp. Now remember, Hard Rock Cafe, they have more than 2,000 trademarks under various categories, right? Um, so they, they're like, uh, whoa there, uh, excuse me, Mr. Hemp people, we the OGs, the Hard Rock Cafe, we have made Hard Rock the name what it is, and we don't appreciate you trying to register Hard Rock Hemp. So they are opposing Hard Rock Hemp's application to trademark their uh, their their line of CBD creams and edibles. So I want to know from you guys, I'm asking your opinion, is there room for the Hard Rock Cafe family of trademarks and Hard Rock Hemp? Is there a possibility of confusion between Hard Rock Cafe and Hard Rock Hemp? If you saw Hard Rock Hemp products in a store, their CBD creams and edibles, would you think that that is a product that is associated with Hard Rock Cafe? What do you think? What do you think? What do, hey AZ the winner. What do you think? Is there a possibility of associating Hard Rock Hemp with Hard Rock Cafe? For me, I think definitely. Everybody, like, Hard Rock Cafe is an American institution, basically, right? When I think Hard Rock Cafe, the logo immediately pops into my brain. I think about that huge guitar they have on the outside of their restaurants, right? Um... Sincere39 said, no, there's not room for both. It could be confusing. TS, you're saying there's room? Or there's or there's a possibility of confusion. 76 Grimke said, yes, I think I would think there is an association. Okay, so TS, I'm, I'm assuming you're going along with 76 Grimke. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely a possibility of confusion here. When I think hard rock, I immediately think of the restaurant chain. On top of the fact... Again, I'm, this is not this is not a minor fact. They have more than two thousand trademarks. Hard Rock Cafe isn't a lot of things. So who's to say that they might not want to branch out themselves into the you know the CBD um, the, the the CBD industry, right? So they have to protect their interests. Um, e. B. Badeau said, "I think it would be associated because." Hard Rock is a big company. I might think they are branching into the CBD field. Um, sincere 39, you go to the Hard Rock, they have a casino? Um, I've been to the restaurant, I have never been to the casino. Um, okay. But yeah, so Hard Rock Cafe, they're out here defending their name, trying to, you know, wrestle it back from uh, Hard Rock Hemp. Zephyrina said, I might think there is an association. I'm curious about the Hard Rock part. What's that emoji, girl? Um, you're curious about the hard rock part. Well, we're going to have to wait and see, you know, what the results are. Um, there's a casino in Atlantic City in Tampa. Okay. 
Um, all right. Well, we're, we're going to wait and see. Maybe there may be hard rock hemp coming to, you know, a CBD establishment near you. Um, and who's to say hard rock cafe is not going to branch out into CBD themselves. Okay. Everybody is trying to get on this CBD train. So maybe they'll start serving CBD water at the, at the hard rock cafe restaurant, Zephyrina. Um, yes, but those were the stories that I wanted to share with you this evening, guys. Um, thank you for making my first night back after my hiatus, you know, so fun. Um, it's cool. Uh, you know, I, I took that week off because I felt I needed to recharge and I feel recharged and I'm back and ready to get to work. <laughs> um, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Um, I want to say hi to my parents and to my sister. Thank you guys for your support. Uh, I want to, what else did I want to tell you guys? Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with more stories. Please send me your stories. Um, if, um, uh, stories that you want me to talk about. Oh, now I remember. I need to do our NPL nuggets. So, uh, thank you, TS. So, I'm supposed to do it at the beginning of the show, but I forgot because, you know, I just came back from vacation. You know, <laughs> give me some grace. Uh, but we are starting our patents. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you, doll. Yeah, we're starting our patent section of intellectual property. So today, for our NPL nugget, what we're going to do is define what a patent is, okay? A patent, my lovely, uh, my lovelies, is the legal right to prevent someone from making, selling, or using uh, something that you have invented or, in, or, or a process that you have created, okay? No problem, my dear. You know, I'm, I'm here. I love small business. So wherever I can help out, I can. Um, but yeah, a patent basically gives you the right to prevent other people or to say who can use, who can sell, who can make your invention or, you know, who can use your process. This is a very important piece of elect, of intellectual property for people who are, you know, inventors who like to make things, okay? Um, tomorrow we are going to talk about the different types of patents. Um, I don't know if we'll get to all three, but, uh, there is, there are categories under patents and that's what we'll cover tomorrow. But for now, you just need to know that a patent gives you the right to say who can use, sell, or make your product. Okay. Um, all right. So that is where I'm going to leave you. Uh, oh, if you want the full scoop on patents, make sure you pick up the protect your biz ebook bundle, go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. It is the first button. Uh, make sure that you are booking your one-on-one -on -one sessions with me, uh, as well. Uh, what else? Uh, make sure that you're on my email list. If you have downloaded the biz launch cheat sheet, you're on my email list. If you're not, if you haven't downloaded it, download it now so you can get on my list, okay? So that you can know what's going on. Um, we will be back here tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Wear your mask, y'all. Corona's still out here, all right? Vaccinated or not. Um, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.